Hey everybody, welcome to the Advance Your Belly Dance podcast, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. Everybody, my name is Jana, and welcome to episode 66, How to Start a Freebie Newsletter into a Paid Newsletter. Now, I don't mean paid like people pay for the newsletter. I mean people end up paying what you are promoting in the newsletter itself. So let me just clear that up. No one's paying to get a newsletter here. First off, you want to figure out what do you want people to purchase? Do you want them to hire you? If so, how can you have a freebie newsletter to begin with? So let's say you want to be hired for weddings. Your freebie option on your website could be top 10 ways to have a kick-ass Arabian-themed wedding and then just list whatever. I'm not an expert in this area, but list whatever that would be, for example, and make sure that you are one of those top 10 things. So how people can hire you, how having a belly dancer at a wedding could be super cool and magical for the guests and an unforgettable experience, etc., etc. The end goal is that they email you and then they hire you. So first off, know what it is that you are willing to give away for free. And then know what it is you're willing to stop at and, and have people pay you for your expertise. You want to brainstorm relevant topics you can give for free, the why and the what usually. So why should they hire you and what did they get out of it? And the paid is the how. So how are they going to get a magical evening at their wedding? It is by hiring you. You want to draft three to five emails to be sent automatically through your newsletter provider. So MailChimp, Constant Contact, whatever it may be. I think even Squarespace has their own option now, which I haven't tried because I'm with MailChimp. Um, but yeah, whatever it is that you feel comfortable with. And that last email should include a CTA call to action to your paid product. So the how of the free newsletter portion that got people onto your newsletter list to begin with. I'm going to send about two follow-up emails with an offer. And if you have testimonials or case studies, you can follow up with those as well. What's always good is that when someone is on your newsletter list and that they're thinking about hiring you or purchasing from you, but they're not totally convinced uh, when they see case studies or testimonials from real people, um, they're more likely to consider hiring you then. So it takes about seven points of contact before someone, from the time someone, let's say, discovers you, finds you online, to when they hire you or when they purchase something from you. It's about seven points of contact. So it might take a while, so, but also don't think about sending, okay, I've sent seven emails of where all the people. It's not quite that easy. So seven points of contact means seven people that are really actually engaged with what you are sending out. So you have to be a fit for them as they have to be a fit for you. Not everyone is going to purchase from you, and that's completely fine. They might not be part of your crowd. They might not be your ideal client, and that's okay. But also know that it does take some time and then you have to put in the work for people to know why they should trust you uh, with their money. Why should they be spending money on you or for hiring you?
You can also have a blog post or some kind of content uh, strategy, either audio or video post or anything like that, related to the topic, so it's your freebie topic. And you want to link your freebie as a call to action to get people on the newsletter list. So your newsletter is your way of having part of a sales funnel in order to get people to your paid product or hiring you. So you want to entice people with, let's say, something free. And you want to give regular content in addition to that. You're not just going to send it once and then just be done and assume people are going to trust you enough to to hire you or, or pay you or whatever. But you also want to think about the end goal and what it is that you want them to do when they open up your email. Best if it's evergreen content where you can have it recycled basically and promoted on, let's say, Pinterest or Facebook, where when people find it, especially on Pinterest, where people find it maybe six months later, it's still relevant. So going back to the wedding example, let's say you are a dancer in Orlando, Florida, you do weddings, you want to have the content that is on there and on your website and your blog on Pinterest, you want to have it be evergreen, meaning it's not going to change in six months from now. It's not a limited time off or anything like that. You're not doing like Christmas parties or anything like that. It's people that have weddings around the year that live in your area and they can get the checklist for free and then they can sign up to your newsletter and they get those tips and it doesn't matter whether they signed up now when you created it or in six months or a year or whatever. So think about what kind of evergreen content you can start and what kind of related topics you can give away for free that you don't mind giving away for free. But also keep the paid stuff for the paid clients. For more help on your newsletter strategy, check out my online course, the Digital Marketing for Belly Dancers course. Part one is all about email marketing and how to create a newsletter strategy if you don't already have one. When you purchase part one, you will automatically get part two, which will be about social media. And when it launches, you'll automatically have that when you sign up for the course. So head on to the link. I will give it in the description of the episode as well, but it's a bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash digital marketing for belly answers. Thanks for listening and until next time.